Beloved, you are about to listen to a message from Reverend Prince Lai. Reverend Prince Lai is the head pastor of Rescue World Chapel International and the lead evangelist of Christ the Healer Gospel Campaign. He has a dynamic teaching and healing ministry with miracles, signs and wonders that has affected and transformed many lives. And now, the voice of rescue. Hallelujah. Put your two hands together for Jesus. Oh, you are celebrating the goodness of the Lord. You are celebrating the wonders of the Lord. As you are clapping, so will people clap for your success. As you are clapping, so will people celebrate your blessings. They will celebrate your fruitfulness in the year 2021. Put those two hands together and celebrate the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. I want you to welcome someone on your left and your right. Tell the person, welcome to the third day of our spiritual emphasis week. Your life will certainly not be the same. God has in store for you a blessing. Tell someone by your side, God has in store for you a blessing. Amen. Let's all be seated shortly. Let's all be seated shortly. Amen. We are in our month of spiritual emphasis and is a way we start the year believing god for his word that has gone ahead of us through his servant the word of fruitfulness all round fruitfulness in every aspect of our life spiritual emphasis positions us where we must be in order for us to qualify to experience the blessing or the prophecy that has gone ahead of us i pray for someone here under the sound of my voice you will not end this year until you see the spiritual fruitfulness in your life your amen looks like it's looking for reception i say one more time that this year 2021 will not end and you experience all around fruitfulness it is looking for reception this year will not end and we will mention your name for good receive it in the name of jesus so yesterday we started also looking at understanding spiritual fruitfulness and we explained that spiritual fruitfulness has simply got to do with we abounding in our spiritual work with god that god is a spirit and man is essentially a spirit and the born again man also is born a spirit and so the normal life for us to live is a spiritual life and so any christian who is struggling with your spiritual life is like a dog that is struggling to be a dog there is something wrong with you there is something about you once a dog is failing to manifest the characteristics of a dog is subject to investigation and medical scrutiny and the same way once a child of god or a spiritual man a born again man is struggling to manifest the signs of a spiritual person or to live the spiritual life that 
person is subjecting himself for scrutiny. And so we, you and I, must endeavor to be fruitful in our spiritual life. We have explained that for anything to happen in the physical, it must first happen in the spiritual because the spiritual world is the real world. And the physical world is actually the virtual world. It's actually the temporal world. The scripture says that the things that we see, they are temporal. But the things that we can see, they are eternal. Therefore, we fix our eyes not on the things that are not seen. Not on the things that are seen, but on the things that cannot be seen. And based on that, we explain to us that God, who is a spirit in the spiritual world, made the world which is physical. Made the physical world which is for Adam because it's a lesser world than his higher world. So the spiritual world where the creator is, is the real world. And that is why one day you and I will exit this place and will find ourselves there forever and ever because that is the real world. Say that's the real world. So we stood on that point to explain that that is why anything that happens physically must first happen spiritually. And so you see God in the spirit creating the physical world. You see Moses standing on the high mountain and lifting up his hands and Joshua was winning a physical battle. And so things that happen in the spirit is what actually affects the things that happen physically. And so Jesus taught us to pray that we should pray that his kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That means that it's already heaven. David by, by revelation said forever, O God, thy word is settled in heaven and in john 1 14 explains that the word became flesh and dwelt among us that means that anything that happens physically of a necessity must have happened in the spirit before they happen physically that's why you dream about things certain times before they happen because they first happen in the spirit and so for you to enjoy all round fruitfulness in every other aspect of your life you must make sure that you have been fruitful in your spiritual life because if you fail in in fruitfulness in your spiritual life it will affect fruitfulness in your business it will affect fruitfulness in your marriage it will affect fruitfulness in every aspect of your life so spiritual fruitfulness is actually the foundation for commanding all round fruitfulness clap your two hands together for the lord Somebody will be fruitful this year. I said somebody here will be fruitful this year. And so we explained and we showed us different men and people who were spiritual and were fruitful in their physical life. That if you can be spiritual, you can be fruitful in your spiritual life. You can have a good relationship with the Lord, grow your spiritual relationship and bear fruit in the spirit. Then it will affect you. We saw Daniel we saw Adam, we saw Job, we saw Abraham, we saw even God himself. And so today we are looking at determinants of spiritual fruitfulness. Determinants of spiritual fruitfulness. Determinants of spiritual fruitfulness. In other words, if you will be spiritually fruitful this year, there are certain things that can make you spiritually fruitful. There are certain things that can make you progress in your spiritual life. If, if you don't do these things, you will not be fruitful in the spirit. And once you fail to be fruitful in the spirit, it will affect the fruitfulness in your physical life and every aspect of your life. So number one determinant of spiritual fruitfulness is one, consistent word meditation. Consistent word meditation. 
consistent word meditation consistent word meditation in psalm 1 verse 2 to 3 psalm 1 verse 2 to 3 after verse 1 talks about the righteous or the blessed is the man who do not walk in the uh, council of sinners and standard in their in their council and then he seated in their council and all that after he explained to us what the unrighteous or what the righteous man wouldn't do or the blessed man wouldn't do verse 2 tells us that instead his delight is in the law of the lord king james his delight in the law of the lord and in his law he meditates day and night in his law he meditates day and night so and he shall be what verse 3 for he shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season and his leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper that means that for someone to prosper the, or for a christian to be flourishing and fruitful in his spiritual life he needs to meditate on the word of god so consistency in word meditation is actually a determinant of your spiritual fruitfulness you will not have a good spiritual life a strong a strong spiritual life a very very fruitful christian life or spiritual life if you are not good at meditating reading and meditating the word of god in joshua chapter 1 the verse number 8 the bible says joshua 1 verse 8 it says that this book of the law everyone say this book of the law this book this bible shall not depart out of your mouth but you shall meditate therein you shall read and think about it you shall read and think about it you shall meditate upon it day and night so that you may be able to do according to all that is written in it for then Thou shalt make thy way prosperous. That is fruitfulness. Thou shalt make thy way fruitful or prosperous and thou shalt have good success. So he tells us how we will be fruitful. He tells us how we will be successful spiritually and he says number one you must meditate on the word day and night. Read your word day and night. That is why I pity Christians who don't read their Bibles. I pity Christians who cannot study the word. Our devotional guide. I pity believers. You and I, those of us who do not read our Bible, you are not being spiritually fruitful. And without word meditation, there will be no spiritual fruitfulness. You need the word of God in order for you to even be able to practice the word. For you to practice the word, you need to have first meditated on the word. The more you read the word, the more you read the word, your mind will start changing towards the direction of the word. And when your mind starts changing towards the direction of the word, you will find yourself practicing the word. That is why he says that for then you shall observe to do according to what is written therein. If you don't read your word and you don't meditate on it, power to practice it will not be given to you if you want to be fruitful in practicing holiness in working the word of god in walking by the word of god then you must be an 
ardent student of the word because the more you study the more you read the more you meditate the more grace is imparted into your spiritual life and you start bearing the fruit of obedience to the word of god somebody will be spiritually fruitful this year your amen looks like it's looking for reception somebody will be fruitful this year put your two hands together for jesus number two consistent prayer life consistent prayer life aside reading and meditating on the word consistency in your prayer life is also a determinant a key to spiritual fruitfulness if you want to be fruitful in your spiritual life as a good christian this year you must be consistent in your prayer life luke chapter 21 the verse number 36 Luke chapter 21, the verse number 36. Bible says, Watch you therefore and pray always. Everybody pray what? Come on, let me let me hear you. Pray what? Be careful and pray always, so that you will be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. That means that for you to be fruitful in your Christian life and not to backslide and not to lose your salvation and to do well in your relationship with the Son of Man or with Jesus, that be careful, first and foremost, to pray always. Say pray always. You must be careful to pray always. You must be careful to have a consistent prayer life. And so consistency in your prayer life is what gives you spiritual fruitfulness for you to succeed and to even make it to heaven. You must be consistently praying always. In Matthew 26 verse 41, the Bible says that Matthew 26 verse 41, Jesus again speaking to the disciples, he told them, watch and pray that you enter not into temptation watch and pray that you enter not into temptation that the spirit is indeed willing but the flesh is weak the spirit is willing but your flesh is weak and so for your spirit to prevail over the desires of the flesh and for you to be fruitful in the spiritual issues you need to plug in to daily prayer amen oh amen and so a christian who wakes up and rushes to beat the traffic and gets to work and comes back rushing to beat the traffic to to get back home without praying in these 24 hours you are living a spiritually fruitless life your spirit will not be able to prevail against the plans of the enemies and against the temptation that will take you to hell that will separate you and god but for you to be spiritual and for you to be fruitful in your spiritual work with god you must be plugged into prayer you must make time listen to me if you are too busy to pray then you are too busy i said what if you are too busy to pray, then you are too busy. Your busyness is wrong. You are too busy because the day God steps out of your life and you are on the sick bed, you realize you are not busy at all. You will realize that you will start having time to tell God to heal you. You will start having the day you wake up and all your business is wiped away with fire or something. You will get the time to start praying to God. So if you are too busy, it is too dangerous. It is too dangerous to be too busy 
for God. Do you understand what I'm saying? That you cannot even make time for God. Everyone has 24 hours. What you use the 24 hours for is determined by what is important for you. And so if you can't make 30 minutes out to pray, one hour out to pray is because it's not important. It's not that you don't have time. Nobody has 24 hours. Nobody has 25 hours. Everyone has 24 hours. And so you are able to make time if it is important. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? Can I have a better amen? And so tell someone by your side, make time to pray. If you are too busy to pray, then you are too busy. You are badly busy. You are wrongly busy. You are too busy. Listen to me. The very things for which you can't pray are actually the very things that must make you pray. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, there is a devil out there that is looking out for your business. There is a devil out there that is not happy with your children, not happy with your family, not happy with your marriage, not happy with your education, not happy with that beautiful thing that has made you busy. There is a spirit somewhere that is thinking about you. But if you will put aside that busyness and make a a conscious 15, 20, 30 minutes, one hour to speak to the Lord on daily basis, then you will be like Daniel. You will succeed spiritually and you will succeed in your politics or in your administration as well. Hallelujah. Put your two hands together for Jesus if you understand that. Are you following me? Daniel chapter 6. Daniel chapter 6. We realize the secret of Daniel. Like I said, Daniel prayed three times. Three times. Daniel chapter 6. The verse number 10. The verse number 10. Daniel chapter 6. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed or was signed, he went into his house and his windows being open in his chamber towards Jerusalem, he kneeled down upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as his doctrine was or as his custom was. So Daniel, even when he was threatened not to pray, he still went and did the same thing, opened the windows, prayed to God three times. He was a prime minister, but three times he could pray. He was a governor, but three times he could pray. He could still make time out of his busy schedule to pray morning, to pray afternoon, to pray evening. If you can't pray once, then there is something really wrong with your spiritual life. But this year, you will be spiritually fruitful. And as you plug into spiritual fruitfulness through prayer, every aspect of your life will begin to see progress. Your amen is not coming at all. Every aspect of your life will begin to see progress. In Daniel chapter 5, the verse number 11, you will see that Daniel succeeded in about four government for government and he was more spiritual more wise than all you realize how he interpreted the dream of nebuchadnezzar how he was able to interpret this one also for 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 belshazzar bible said there was a man there is a man in thy kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy ghost and in the days of thy father nebuchadnezzar that he had light and understanding and wisdom like the wisdom of a god it was found in him whom Nebuchadnezzar the king, thy father, I say, thy father, made master over all the magicians and astrologers and the Chaldeans and the soothsayers. What was the secret of this great spiritual gift that Daniel had? To be able to see the dream someone has slept and had and to interpret it. What a gift. What a spiritual gift. 
to be able to see a hand has come to write a language that is not an earthly language. Nobody on earth understands. It's a spiritual tongue. It's, it's, it's a word for angels and has been written on the wall. And then he just comes, looks at it, and reads it and gives the interpretation. What a level of spiritual gift and a level of spiritual life. His secret was what he prayed three times each day. Even when he was threatened with lions, he still went on his knees to pray. You are threatened with traffic. You are threatened with money. You are threatened with loss of job. So you cannot make time to pray. May God help us to be fruitful. May God help us to be fruitful. Number three. Number three. Frequent fastings and waiting. Frequent fastings and waiting. It's a determinant. If you will be fruitful spiritually this year, then you must be connected to frequent fastings and praying. The Bible tells us in Psalm 27, the verse number 14. Psalm 27, the verse number 14. Let's be quick with that. He said, wait on the Lord and be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. The heart over there is interpreted your spirit. Wait on the Lord and be courageous for the Lord shall strengthen your spirit. Somebody is receiving divine strength. Wherever you have become weak in your spiritual life, you are being strengthened in these 14 days spiritual emphasis week you are being strengthened in your spirit the devil will not be able to chase you in your dreams again they will not be able to defeat you again they are being defeated in the name of jesus he says wait on the lord tell someone my dear wait on the lord that is why we are fasting and we are praying it is a key to spiritual fervency or spiritual fruitfulness wait on the lord isaiah chapter 40 verse 31 a very 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 common scripture isaiah 40 verse 31 he says that but they that wait upon the lord shall renew their strength in other words always their strength to be new anytime you enter into fasting you come back with fresh spiritual power to overcome principalities and powers to overcome the temptation the enemy is preparing to make you sin and to make you fall whenever you fast and you pray the bible says you renew your strength for they shall mount up with wings as eagles they shall run and not be weary they shall walk and not faint you will do the impossible this year your amen can be louder than that you will do the impossible this year you will do the spiritual impossible things this year because you will be fruitful in your spirit kind courtesy fastings and prayers amen put your two ones together for jesus fasting has a way of increasing your spiritual tenacity so that you can prevail over certain levels of demons. Jesus told the disciples when they tried to cast out that demon from the little boy and the demon said, I will not go. And Jesus came, spoke one word and the demon left and they came to consult him privately. They said, what is the secret to cast out such levels? And Jesus told him, this kind goeth not. Except by fasting coupled with, except by prayer coupled with fasting that means that fasting gives you the spiritual tenacity to be able to prevail over certain higher demons in the realm of the spirit the demons in your house have failed after tonight your amen shows i'm talking to you the demons in your house have failed after tonight because you are receiving the keys amen 
Oh, amen. Lifestyle of holiness, number four. Lifestyle of holiness is a determinant. Lifestyle of holiness, Psalm 1, verse 1, and then 3. Jesus commanded great spiritual strength as a result of his holiness. Jesus commanded great spiritual strength because of his holiness. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 9. He says, because thou hast loved righteousness... Because you have loved righteousness, 1 verse 9. Because you have loved righteousness and you have hated sin, therefore the Lord thy God has anointed you. He has given you spiritual power in order for you to be higher than all your mates. May somebody go higher from today. May you go higher in spiritual authority. May you go higher in spiritual authority. From today, when you pray, it will quickly happen. When you cast out, the devil will flee from you because you are increasing spiritually and it comes by holiness. Purity produces power. Say with me. Purity produces power. Say one more time. Purity produces power on all platforms. Even occultic people have some levels of purity. They tell them, don't eat this, don't touch this, don't do this, don't do that. Every realm operates with purity. And in Christianity also, the Bible says that they that shall ascend to the hill of the Lord. The psalm, read this with me quickly. Psalm 1, verse 1 to 3. He tells us that blessed is the man that do not walk in the council of the ungodly and then he also tells us that he that shall stand in the hill of the lord or ascend to the hill of the lord psalm 24 verse 3 to 6 it is he that has a pure hand and he that has a righteous spirit he will ascend to the hill of the lord i pray that this year 2021 you will not be low you will not be low spiritually you will not be low you ascend to the hill of the lord by purity the elevator is called purity say purity the elevator that carries people to the hill of the Lord, to the presence of God, to the place of power and glory is called purity. That is when you stand at one place and you speak and demons are running away. You enter into a place and witches start confessing to you. You enter into a place and the things they have planned against you, you touch the thing that the thing destroys. They put something into your food, either medicine or poison or occultic powers into your food, into your dress. They pick your dress for juju and the juju man tells them that it's a mistake you have done. Don't bring such a picture here anymore. It comes by purity. That level of power comes by purity. Put your two hands together for the Lord. Amen. Again, you engage in soul winning. We'll continue tomorrow. Put your two hands together. Rise up to your faith. Beloved, thank you for listening to this message by Reverend Prince Lai. If you have been blessed by this message and have not surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, kindly say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died that I may live. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. I believe I am a child of God. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you have said this prayer, know that your sins have been forgiven and you are now a new creation. We invite you to worship with us on Sundays at Odoko, adjacent Best Point Savings and Loan, Odoko Market. For more information, please call 0543 248 
God richly bless you.